everyone, how are you doing? This is Real Talk Ireland. It's their second episode. I'm so excited. So we've got amazing guests on the show. We've got Brandon on the show. And we've got Trish on the show. I'm about to talk to Trish. Thank you for having me. And we've also got the amazing Nathan on the show as well. So we've got really interesting um, guests and we're going to talk to them individually. And of course, we've got our amazing host starting off with Cynthia in the house. Woo! Okay. And then we got me, Ashley in the house. And then we also got Sarah in the house. Woo! So yeah, I hope you enjoy the show. And if you like it, share it. Tell your ma, tell your dad, tell your mother's ma. Tell everyone. And thank you so much to Sam in Outline Music Studio for letting us record it here. So shout out to Sam. And yeah, hope you enjoy the show. Um, so yeah, tell us um, about uh, where you grew up and also tell us about what you do. Okay. Well, I grew up originally in Spain and then oh, I moved cool. to Ireland when I was eight years old. And I'm 22 now. So I've been in Dublin for the, like all my life. Since and, and where in Spain did you grow up? In Madrid. Okay, fab. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I've been living in Dublin ever since. Okay, nice. And so today we're going to talk you, talk to you about your experience in foster care. So tell us like what it was like first of all like in s- related to school. Like what was it like? Okay. Well, school is fine. The only thing about being in foster care is many people that are in foster care know that if you're in foster care you move around all the time. So I've I've kind of like been the new kid for many times in in school. So I've probably been to like about five different schools. And but being a foster that's a main factor to that. But it's been fine because you kind of like learn to build relationships a lot faster than usual. And you kind of like get to cherish things more because it doesn't last that long. <laughs> that's true. And it's like different experiences you're getting like so in different schools and stuff like that. And did you find like people ask a lot of questions in school or were they just like chill? Because I know when I was in school, people asked a lot of questions because my... Um, my mom is obviously, like, my mom's Irish, and then my sister's half Algerian, half Irish. So, like, they'd ask about my sister, like, oh, is that really your sister? Because they were like, okay, you're not the same color, but we have similar features or whatever. Yeah. They just ask. And sometimes I feel like with family situations, there's so many different ones. Yeah. And then sometimes people expect to see the one in the, the books, their children's books. It's not yeah. represented enough. Mm-hmm. So, like, tell us, like, how did you explain it to people in school? Or yeah. did they ask questions about it? Yeah, I feel like. Uh, primary school was the time where I got more more questions about it. I feel like the older you get, the less people like ask. They just kind of like, you know, everybody kind of gets more like, no, yeah, it's more normal that people have different kind of families. Like, so, but yeah, primary school there was a lot of questions, and I feel like because it was me in the situation, it was harder to answer those questions because like then it would just turn into a sub story when it just didn't need to be. <laughs> Yeah, and it's great that, like, you'd say to people, like, you're educating people as well. Yeah. Because, like, people need to know that families come in different shapes. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. And, like, so your family, where are your, your foster family from? My foster family are originally from Ireland. Okay. Yeah. So, like, what was your experience, like, growing up um, in that environment? Because, like, obviously, we're, we're about mixed. So, like, how did you find it in terms of culture and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, well, in terms of culture, I feel like when I first came... I thought it was like weird that people put milk in tea. (laughs) 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 Is it? It, Did I not do that in in Spain? Spain, No, No, just tea and loaded sugar. (laughs) Oh, okay. 
But yeah, that was like, and then crisp on toast. But it was oh, that's deadly. <laughs> Tato crisp on toast, lovely. Bit yeah, of butter. yeah. But it was actually a nice introduction because when I tried all these things, they were actually nice. So I was an ease into the into the culture. So it was fine. Like the food. Yeah, the food. Yeah, it was good. And um, yeah. And and how did you find it in terms of like being mixed? So you're half um, Nigerian, yeah, half Irish. So half Polish. Oh, sorry, so yeah. Polish. Amazing. Okay, cool. So how um, did you find it? Like for me, being mixed. So I was I was growing up in a household with my Irish mom and my half Algerian sister, and so that that I grew up with that culture of Algeria and and Ireland. Um, but then I feel like sometimes when you grow up and you don't have like your your like your black side there or like my Ghanaian side in the house present. So my dad didn't live in the in the house with us so i found i had to make my own like kind of culture yeah. you know and did yeah. you find that the same way with you yeah i felt like i had to go find my culture yeah because no one was there to tell me what my culture was and within that i just even s with music straight away i started like going from like listening to like non-afro beats like just you know uh, house music or you know techno or even actually i went to emo phase <laughs> nice so one what for example what yeah. what music would you listen to on the emo phase because i don't know any skrillex skrillex okay yeah. okay skrillex. i know skrillex <laughs> okay well, it is it emo for me <laughs> <laughs> skrillex. i got my head bouncing okay <laughs> And um, yeah, so like, um, so find your own culture. So like, you kind of yeah, I had to go and find it. So then I kind of like changed into like Afro beats, mm. and I just kind of like I just threw myself in it. Like I, my yeah. one of my friends in school actually introduced me to her friends, and they happened to be Nigerian too. Okay, cool. So they showed me their music, and I remember coming home with like with all these different kind of Afro beats, and like Cynthia was taught. I just came straight from Africa. She was like, <laughs> "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Listen to this." <laughs> I'm like, this is my country. <laughs> I was already like claiming it. I was like, yes, this is mine. And then, and then hanging out with Nigerian people. Of as course, well. yeah. That like, and then it made me realize that I had so many relate relatable things. Sorry, <laughs> it made me realize I had so many relate relatable things with them. Like coming from like being raised from my dad. By my dad, like he's Nigerian, so being raised in a Nigerian household, like that comes with certain things. And me being able to talk to them and relating on a certain basis, like. Oh, you got the slipper too. I thought it was just me. Yeah, that's it. I realized that was coming too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was like really like welcoming too. Like I felt like within every culture, it is very welcoming because still loving people, but just like different culture to it. And do you find that you connect with Polish people as well? Do you know, I haven't touched on the Polish bases. Okay. You know, so any Polish people want to get at me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I find that like I do, you do connect, like whatever your, your mix is or your cult, you do connect with people. You need to yeah. mix with both sides and like, you know, and you're, you're both these things, you know? Yeah. And sometimes true. like I find being mixed, sometimes people expect you to be one thing or whatever, but like, you know, we're so many different things and everyone That's is true. in a sense is, I think in Ireland, especially like mixed culturally, because there's so many different like you have so many different friends from different backgrounds. Yeah. So I think it's so important for diversity yeah. and and stuff like that. That's so true. That is true. That's it makes the diversity like a good thing because everyone's from different places and we yeah. all embrace it too. And you were like immersed in that as well, like from Spain, yeah. then coming to Ireland, and yeah. then being half Nigerian. It's just amazing, like having all them different like yeah. elements in your life because some people don't really mix too much, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's great that we, we do.
we do that, you yeah, know? Yeah, it is great that we do that. And like like I said, everyone in their own culture, they're very like warm and they want you to like know their culture. And that's one thing I found with different cultures, like they're all very proud to, yeah. to be where they're from. And I think that in itself is like the amazing thing about being part of different cultures. Definitely. Can I just ask something? I wanted to ask like, okay, so d- would you say being from different cultures, um, obviously, because I know, Polish, Nigerian, yeah. we, we lived in Berlin, whatever. Do you feel like being from all these cultures has actually made your personality a lot more open? Like, I, f- I feel like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, do you reach? would you reach out due to, like, you know, knowing that you're from different di- different backgrounds? Would you have... Would you f- do you feel comfortable enough reaching out to even more people? Yeah, definitely, because, like, they all have their own lingo as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's good, and it broadens, like your knowledge of people too like it does like it is good to like have a social like social skills with different kind of people and then being able to like go from a whole different race and being able to like interact with them and get like because you know a part of their culture and being able to like create an actual good friendship out of that because you have the knowledge about their culture that brings you together and it brings other people together with their culture too so it is a great way to be able to like Get to know people. Meet yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people are naturally attracted to you. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like the more open you, you yeah, are about yeah. what, and it's good to be appreciative of different people's cultures too, and then they appreciate that you appreciate it too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no, it, it's just a back and forth happy moment. Really. Yeah, true. Can I ask? Yeah. You said that everybody has their own lingo. Yeah. Give some examples. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious to see what kind of lingo you got. Like, um, I don't know. If I was to see, I, I was remember. I remember I was in the, when I was in London. I went to go get a kebab. This lady behind the till, she noticed that I was from Spain. And she was like, Yo, como estas? Esta bien? And I'm like, Si, si, estoy muy bien. <laughs> and straight from that, it was like click. And it was a nice moment that we had. Just because like, she like felt like I was from Spain. And she started speaking Spanish. And we just vibed. Yeah, so you still like, speak Spanish, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. It's my first language. But because I didn't know English when I first came here. That's when I had to like learn English more, and I lost some of my Spanish. I have one sentence in Spanish. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Cuidado, la pintura está mojada. Mm. Oh, I like. Sounds that. really that nice. Sounds, cool. sounds really nice. Yeah, be careful. The paint is wet. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds so cool in Spanish. It's Whoa. like, oh, yeah, oh, and then it's like, okay, oh, like, amigo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> impressed. <I like> <laughs> <laughs> Me too. See, it's literally just things like that. It's like the little things, and it makes people appreciate it too. Like, it makes their bond much better because then it means like each interaction you know is going to be good, and like it sets the tone because you know like it sets the tone. Like they once from you saying that, then it's like oh, you know how to appreciate. You know, people are always like up and ready to like show something that they've created so mm. people can appreciate it. Can so. I just ask, right? So. Clearly, by the way you're talking about culture and how important it is, and how it could broaden your opportunities, broaden your horizons, like literally, like yeah. make you an unreal person because yeah. that is your background. You should yeah. know about it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that being in foster care have they has the foster care system as such embraced your culturalism? Like, do you feel like? You know, you knew you knew a bit of Spanish. Mm-hmm. Have they embraced that side? You're Nigerian. Have yeah. they embraced that side? You're also Polish. Yeah. Have they embraced that side? How do you feel about yeah. the foster care system embracing how much yeah. you you come from? Mm-hmm. 
I feel like in some residentials that I've been in, and mainly only like my um, my uh, my foster family that I was with for a long, long time, them and some residentials that I was in have embraced my culture. But in small in small ways, like they would bring you know an African dish like jollof, or like just little things, or you know sometimes I feel like I don't, I don't think they would even attempt with the music because they would just put some. Some random, <laughs> some random song, but <laughs> you know. But other than that, I don't feel like I've had it. Sorry, I'm just gonna put back. Let's just mention um, the guards doing that Nigerian uh, yeah, song no, dance. That's, uh, that's making me one cringe. of the situations all over. It's so annoying. But it's actually <laughs> so annoying. I think Dante <laughs> put it up on, on uh, TikTok. He was like, how to get the guard distracted. And then he put that song <laughs> on and he's like, the guard, he's like, run. So funny. But it's true, they start dancing, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, do you feel like they could, they, do you feel like, you know, they've done their part um, to, broad, not broadcast, but kind yeah. of like, you know, make the most use of your yeah. natural culturalism? Yeah. I feel like I had to put in the work when it came to knowing my culture. If I had just relied on the aftercare system mm -hmm. for them to show me my culture, that wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten far to know what I do know now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I had to go and discover that for myself. So there could be a lot of improvement in mm. kids knowing their culture because within that, like if I had not, not known my culture, even for me going outside and going to areas where there are a lot of Nigerian people, I they've already welcomed me without me welcoming them. They've already been like, hey, my sister, you know, <laughs> already without even like me getting to know that. So I, I think that's so important for like being mixed, like embracing your your blackness as well because some sometimes society tells you not to do that and it's just like you know what i'm black and i'm proud you know but i'm also this too but i'm black and i'm proud because like it's just even in school like i don't know like i found it hard like i didn't know like my mom never understood how to take care of my hair and stuff yeah, like that yeah and now i love my hair but before i didn't feel like i had even on like um in shops yeah. i didn't feel like there was enough yeah. Stuff about our hair. Mm -hmm, How true. did you find that? Did you find you had to figure stuff out with your hair? Yeah, I had to go through a whole phase. Like, I used to, like, straighten my hair, relax my hair. So I just pulled my hair through the mud. <laughs> and still would be unhappy with it because it still didn't feel like, you know, if I straighten my hair and I go outside, it's raining, it's go back to puffy. It didn't feel like it was natural and maintained for a long time. Like, would yeah. you say, like, you didn't... Like, would you say you didn't have anybody in the home of your foster cares, like foster cares experience, yeah. that told you, <coughs> this is black, you are black, you are beautiful. Mm -hmm. This is your curly hair, mm -hmm. and yeah. that's what it looks like, yeah. and that's what it should look yeah. like. I've never had yeah. anybody sit me down and then tell me about my hair. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. no one's no one sat me down and told me like, oh, your hair is different to theirs because da 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 da. Like, everyone in my school mm -hmm. had the same hair, so they would be able to trade, you know, information about that, but nobody was there to trade information with me about my type of hair and tell me along with it. So that I also had to go through that alone. Yeah, I think also in school, like I was one of the only people with curly hair. So like, um, I felt like my hair should be straight. Yeah. That's straight away what I felt. Mm -hmm. But now I realize big is beautiful. Like that's yeah. how you have to see whatever your hair type, whatever way it goes, that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. That's how it frames your face. And that mm -hmm. is part of you and your, your culture as well. So um, yeah. 
That is true. It is. It, it does play a big part because it's in your self image, like how, how you feel about yourself. I know if I know my hair is healthy and it looks well, and I know that I'm giving it the right things that it needs, I'm happy with that because I know it's healthy, well, and I know that it also looks good. But you almost felt like you were doing the wrong thing because, <coughs> sorry, it didn't look exactly how other people's hair, and no one was there to kind of tell you. No, like that's how your hair should look. That yeah. crazy afro. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the best afro I've seen. <laughs> you know, that kind of way. No one's there to tell you, like, God damn. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice afro. There's yeah. sometimes you just get told, whoa, that's big hair. And that's all. And you're yeah. kind of thinking, like, what does that really mean, big hair? You know, what do you mean True. by that? You know, it's kind of hard when you don't have someone telling your ear, whoa, that's a nice 4C thick ass afro. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what belongs on your head. Instead of people saying, your hair, you know touching your I mean? hair, <laughs> your hair is so cool. I would love to say I would know um, you know Trish from school days I had seen those times where you know she was trying to lean into what our culture is at a weird kind of pre-teenage it's not nice when she was doing the emo look I remember those they were not nice actually we can I can <laughs> I ask right on that point? You know the way they say when you speak a different language, your personality changes. Yes. Did you find that every time you moved house? Did your personality change, or did you reinvent yourself? Um, I feel like it wasn't really about myself when I was moving from house to house. It was more about who are these people that I am I'm going to move in with, and what plans, what kind of plans do they have for me? Because at the end of the day, like when you're going from house to house you're being put in mentality on survival mode. So you're not really thinking about who you're going to be. You just want to be, you make sure that you're going to be treated right and that like you're going to a safe environment where a lot of the things that happened before are not going to happen again. But that's kind of like, and then just learning about who's going to be taking care yeah, of you. Yeah, I feel like, obviously I'm Trisha's sister. Well, I feel like a lot of the time when you go from like house to house, you learn a certain, like obviously we're, we're children, so... We don't have, um, I, I know kids have witty mind or whatever, but we didn't have that kind of witty attitude or, you know, thinking fast kind of thing. We just, you know, we're kids, we're here, you know, we're trying to learn about our environment. But I feel like every time, you know, we moved house, we, not, we, it's not like we close ourselves off, but because we're in a different culture altogether, a lot of things wouldn't fit. For example, like, um, sorry, I went to also primary school with Sarah. And a lot of people would think that I was so cheeky. But in Spanish culture, it's 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 normal to be a cheeky person. Like in Spanish, like if, if someone would say in Spanish, okay, hello, little, like they'll say something, something, are you looking good, Mrs. How are you? I bet you're not yeah. walking this, like, you know, they just say cheeky stuff. So in, in primary school, I'd say stuff that like, Irish people would really find like out of line. I think Irish people culturally just find outspokenness like just too much. Yeah, you know? I remember like being Irish, like, and, yeah. and, and then I remember, I remember this one time like you know, I'm, there's been plenty of times Sarah was like, you know, Cynthia, you you can't say that. You, I know, I know what you meant. I know. I would say but that. You can't. Yeah, I remember. I remember, <laughs> and, I was, and I'm, I'd be upset because I was like, that's not how I meant. I, I wanted to come across, but the different cultures. Yeah. It, 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 I, I did feel like every time I moved house. I'd almost tone my attitude down because it'd be seen as, you know, rude. You know, there was uncalled for or whatever. So I feel like with every move, 
I kind of was able to alter myself. Like, okay, Cynthia, well, you know, you can't just wake up and say, "Where's my breakfast?" You know, I would say that. In, I would say that in Spain to my mom jokingly because that's how we do it in Spain. But in Ireland, someone would say, "Excuse me, Mrs. You're up too early. Get back to bed." <laughs> have you, you have you had I mean? to reclaim that early part birth. of your personality? Yeah, I feel like the, the older we got, yeah. the more we're, we. Um, yeah, because you start. Yeah, because yeah. you start meeting like like be, with growing through different types of cultures. Then you start meeting people that are from where you're from, and they kind of even just remind you of the little lingo that you had. Like, oh yeah, actually, how are you? <laughs> and it just like vibes off like that. I feel yeah, I definitely feel like the, every house we went to, we did like you know, okay, I know you said that the last house, well, well this house, let's just not say, say that anymore. <laughs> 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 or whatever, you know, like or like we know, me and Trish used to fight all the time. But Irish parents, like, actually don't take that well. Like, you know, it's actually normal for us to fight, and it's a normal thing in Spain for siblings to fight, like, to just have it out, and it's just a thing, like... What do you mean, like, physically have it out with yeah. you? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, my, my parents would be like, you know, we don't want to hear it if you want to have a problem. Yeah, sort it out. Again, I'm, yeah. like, I'm from Finglas. We yeah. all know <laughs> get into a fight with our siblings. Punch the head off each other. You're bleeding in front of your nanny's house. It's like, oh cool. It had to be done. It had to be done. Me and Trish would be like, I'd be like, Trish, listen, I want to punch you so bad, yeah, but we're in a new house. So you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Man, my God. Shops. You wait until we get yeah. home. I swear I'll get you. <laughs> she might have me grounded until 10, but sh- I know the next house won't. <laughs> I know, I know, they don't the one. <laughs> so did you feel like you had to wear like kind of like a mask almost for each um, house and the older that you got yeah. together and it, I, you grew I, I, together I, and everything? I didn't know. feel like it was a mask. I feel like I was always being myself, but the reactions out of people that I got were always different. Like, so obviously remember I'll, I'll be really open and stuff and, you know, say things like, oh, I remember this one time I got into trouble, but it was like, our friend's sister and I was and her and our friend felt a bit insecure and, sh- and, and sad and I said to her here listen don't mind your sister I know she's being rude to you but here you're the better looking sister <laughs> and honestly <laughs> I got into so oh. much trouble and in Spain like usually if you said someone they'd be like thank you so much girl and like that that's it and that's yeah. it there's not much there's not too much emotion going into mm. it but that moment, you know, I actually insulted her, insulted her sister, and I've actually done something really wrong. So it's not about I'm, I'm masking myself. Mm-hmm. It's about like, okay, yeah. you like know, learning. understand yeah. that, you know, vocabulary and feelings, emotion, culture. So it wasn't that I was masking myself. It was every yeah. bit I did try to be myself, and I'd be like, okay, great, that we was bad. We were learning that was that there was yeah. different types of people. Like we're learning because our intention this Spain was never to make anyone upset or anything, or you know. But that didn't that that kind of thing didn't make them upset. But when we learned then in this area, you know, this is actually not okay. Like people actually get upset over this. That wasn't their intention. So then we had to like reorganize and be like, okay, you can't say this, you can't say that. It's just like learning and going mm-hmm. through the So you feel like through your experience in foster care you've learned a lot about yourself. You went through different phases, but you also have like so many different cultures as well. Yeah. So I feel like that's for good for life because you're able to adapt to different situations also. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's good. It's good. Even accents change when you're around people. Like my yeah, accent changes same. a lot when I'm around yeah, people. Yeah. I don't think that's like a that. bad thing. That's just like me being Adapting. me wanting to be able to connect with that person mm. I'm talking to in a like in a level where they well they feel comfortable because it's normal. Like that. That's a and like a normal sound like normal Intuition, lingo. Yeah. They're gonna feel more comfortable mm. with being able to hear that. So, like, I'm trying to make them comfortable as well and being on the same vibe. 
Perfect. Um, Thank you so much for being here, Trish. It's been so interesting, honestly. And it's so Thank great that people are being educated about different people's experience as well. Yeah. And you're an absolute queen. Your outfit is on point. <laughs> so you. give it up for Trish. Yay! Yay!